You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 32. Ever wonder if the marketing things that you do every day are the right things you should be doing, especially when it seems like no one cares? That's what the question for today's show is all about. And we're diving in to talk about how you can figure this out fast. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. I am so glad that you are here today. You know, I love it when I hear from the audience, and if you ever have a question about your marketing or your marketing funnel, you know, you can always feel free to email me at michelle at michellelevans.com or reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm trying to get better on Instagram. I don't hit. I don't go there quite as much. But in any case, um, Mel reached out to me and said, "Hey, Michelle, I want to launch a coaching program this fall. To do that, I really feel like I need to add about fifteen hundred people to my email list because right now I have almost no one on my list." And Mel let me know how many people were on the list, but. Um, but that's not important. Here's the thing. No one seems to want my lead magnet, but I can't tell if it's my lead magnet or if it's the audience that I'm targeting or if it's just that no one really even knows about me. I feel stuck. I don't want to spend a bunch of money on Facebook ads if this opt-in will flop, but I don't want to sit around hoping people will find me either. Right now, here's what I'm doing. I've got a blog post once a week. Um, I pin that post, that blog post to Pinterest, and I try to do a Facebook Live to my business page about three times a month. So every single pin, every single Facebook Live, and every single blog post, I mention my freebie, but no one, and I mean no one, is opting in. In fact, in the past like six weeks, I've only had four new subscribers total. But I also have very little traffic. Less than 40 people typically see my Facebook Lives. I'm really overwhelmed. I'm impatient and I feel like I'm not reaching people and like maybe my content just isn't valuable, even though it's based on questions that I get asked by my clients all the time. Whew, Mel, that is a tough place to be. And I know I've felt like this in my business in the beginning, and I'm sure that many people listening are either nodding because you feel like this right now, or you felt like this at some point in in your business in the past. So my point is we've probably all been here at some point in time. And here's what's true for me. I had to decide if I was gonna dip my toe into this online marketing water and test out my business with little, little things, or if I was gonna dive in and just go for it. Because uh, Mel, you know, this is nothing against you, but what you're doing, and it's what I did too, it's what many people do in the early days of our business or the early days of getting into online marketing, is that we try to play it safe. And 
I know for me, when I was doing this, it was the most frustrating time in my business. So, you know, when we're trying to do this, we try to stay on the sidelines and we try to kind of figure it all out until we know that we've got a sure thing. So we hold back on really diving in and investing. But the problem, you're never ever going to figure it out playing it safe on the sidelines because your heart, your mind, your energy, your intention, you're not all in. And those doubts are the very things that will anchor you into the ground and hold your success back. I mean, let's just take an analogy for a minute. So unless you're driving, if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But if you're not driving, just close your eyes for a minute. And imagine being, you know, a kid again back on a playground. And you know those little um, carousels, you know, like they have little horses or just little things you can sit on. And kids push them around and around in circles and then jump on and they keep going really, really fast, right? You know what I'm talking about. Those, they only get those toys to work because they're all in, right? One or two kids get off, they push really hard for a minute or two, they get that carousel to get going, get moving, and then suddenly it's going all by itself. So they jump on and everybody gets to enjoy the ride. That's the same exact thing that can happen for your business, but only when you decide to go for it. When you have one foot like dragging behind you, and planted in the ground, and one foot like, you know, Scooby-Doo, like trying to make something happen, it's not gonna work. It's gonna hold you back, it's gonna keep you right in place. That doesn't mean that you have to be a crazy person and gamble your whole life savings on your business. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But it does mean that you need to put your energy, your heart, your soul, your intention, and a lot of oomph into figuring this out. And that's why I wanted to use that playground analogy because it does feel at first like you're kind of like pushing against like, oh, there's just all this kind of resistance to, to putting your voice out there, putting your message out there, testing these things out that we don't know if they're, how they're going to land, right? Because a lot of this is like, we're just not sure, what people want to hear from us. We're not sure, we haven't gotten enough feedback. So it feels like we're kind of pushing against the unknown. And, you know, whenever I've worked with people on their marketing funnels, this is usually the piece, um, you know, pushing against the unknown, like trying to find your voice, trying to find kind of, kind of trying to carve out, you know, who, who you want to be in the market and, you know, what really feels um, right for you, that's usually the hardest piece to figure out. It's not so much your offer. It's not like all that kind of stuff. It's like, who do I want to stand up and say, yeah, this is me. Um, it, that's, that's the toughest part. And so that's why I like to use that analogy is because if you think about pushing on that, um, it does take, you know, some energy to, to kind of deal with the resistance that comes up as we're saying, oh, like this feels uncomfortable to put something out there that, that feels, you know, like I'm, 
like I'm being bold or like I'm being uh, talking about myself or whatever, whatever it is for you, that's the resistance that comes up. And I'm speaking from my own experience as well, because I had to make that switch too. Everybody who does online marketing has to make that switch. And part of it is because we care so much. We care about the people that we want to serve. We care about being truthful. We care about um, connecting with people. We care a lot. And and the problem is when you live in the middle, when you live in this place where you're like, you know, one foot's kind of in your business and you're kind of like trying to put something out there, but then one foot is like saying, oh, let's play it safe because we're not totally sure that this is going to work. It'll drive you completely bananas. I know it drove me bananas and the people that I work with, it drives them bananas. Um, and it, and it's when nothing works. It's when it's like you're working so hard, but nothing's working. And it's because you're not all in. It's like if you just pick up that foot and just like kind of push through that last bit of resistance, that's when things are going to work. So let's break down what's needed to truly go for it and dive into your business. So these are these are really more mindset shifts and then deciding to just take that risk and just go for it. So number one, you've got to decide to invest in testing and growing, knowing that some things are just not going to work. So here's the truth. Everything you create is not going to be a winner. Some things will be duds and that's totally fine. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have a great business. None of that, like the none of that. It just means that there was a lesson to be learned there. So learn it, move on and grow. Uh, I know personally, I've had a lot of um, opt-in failures. I've had things, lots of things in my business that didn't go the way I wanted them. More than I could probably even count. But I've also had a lot of successes because after every failure, I said, okay, what didn't work about that? And so I would learn from it. I would, you know, take whatever lesson I needed to take from that. And then I would move on to the next thing. And, you know, if you take a look at really great entrepreneurs, this is what they're saying. You know, when you hear those kind of trite things that you hear all the time, like fail forward, fail fast, you know, be embarrassed of your first um, product or your first offer or whatever. This is what they're talking about. Like, don't let perfection hold you back. And that is coming from somebody who really does struggle with perfectionism. Um, and, and so here's my advice for Mel and for anyone. Don't just create one opt-in and stop there. Don't just create one thing. And I'm not saying that you have to create like 800 things. But, you know, if you have an opt-in that's not working like you want, create another opt-in. If you have um, an opt-in page that's not working how you want, create another version of it. Just keep testing and growing and knowing that you can always make it a little bit better and a little bit better. And, and that, you know, not getting it perfect straight out of the gate, that's not a story about you. That's not a story about your business. That means nothing about the success that is in your future. All it means is 
congratulations. You've lifted your foot off the ground. You've gotten onto the merry-go-round and you are in the game, my friend. Like you should celebrate that. Like let's learn, let's grow, let's go. And, um, you know, if you listen to any of the interviews that I've done with any of my clients, you know, a lot of them say, you know, that I'm really positive and that I'm really forward thinking. And this is why I'm not just positive and forward thinking for them. I am for myself as well, because any, any feedback is good feedback. So great feedback is good feedback because it lets us know what's working. You know, negative feedback is good feedback because it lets us know what's not working. So we can cross that one off the list and we can move on to the next one. There's always more ideas. There are always more possibilities. There's always something new we can try. Um, the only the only thing that can hold us back in this is not being willing to test and grow. And to to say, you know, to if you run a test, if you if you try something out and it doesn't work. Don't let a story grow that, that that means that you're not going to be successful. Just say, you know what? I'm so glad I tried that. I'm so glad that I know that's not the way to go. Okay, what's the next thing that I'm going to try? Like that is how you just keep testing and growing, knowing that some things won't work and that when things don't work, you are in good company, my friend. Every single successful business owner on the face of the earth has had to deal with things that don't work well. And it's really just a matter of how do you pick yourself up and keep learning and keep growing and keep going. All right, number two, you've got to decide to spend money to grow your business and grow your email list. It has never been more true than now. You've got to invest in traffic if you wanna grow your email list, if you wanna grow your business. Um, I recently was interviewed for being a podcast guest for somebody else's podcast, and the host asked me a really interesting question. He said, true or false, real business owners spend money on Facebook ads. And it kind of caught me off guard, and I was like, well, I said, well, it's true that real business owners invest in traffic. I said, like, not every single business owner has to invest specifically in Facebook ads, but I think investing in traffic, yes. Um, you know, deciding if Facebook ads is where your audience is, that's that's a specific tactical decision. Um, but I definitely think that you've got to decide where your audience is and that you need to invest in traffic to get your audience there. Um, because uh, Mel specifically is saying, like, nobody's seen my stuff. Well, how can you know if you are going to be successful if nobody sees your opt-in page? Like if you get, let's just pick a number. Let's say that you get only 50 people to see your opt-in page a month. You know, five zero. Like that is not enough people to make any sort of determination on if your opt-in is good or not. not. That's not enough people. You need to get a lot more eyeballs on your stuff in order to understand, okay, is this the right thing? Is this a good message? Am I in front of the right kind of people? Like you just need more people. Um, you know, when you take a look at really successful businesses, a lot of them have hundreds of thousands of eyeballs on their stuff every single month. Some of them hundreds of thousands of eyeballs every single week. Some of them hundreds of thousands every single day. So you've definitely got to get traffic. 
um, to your to your stuff. If you don't have traffic, um, you know, the, step one is to have a, a marketing funnel. Step two is to have traffic to that marketing funnel. So here's the thing. You can definitely get traffic from free sources like being a podcast guest or guest blogging or, you know, SEO or social media. Like absolutely get free traffic. But if you only want to rely on free sources, you're going to be at a serious disadvantage, especially when you're first starting out because nobody knows about you. And it takes time to build those backlinks and to get people mentioning you and all that kind of stuff. It's much smarter to invest in just getting eyeballs to your stuff so that you can see, are people wanting this or are they not wanting this? When you invest in the right traffic, you'll be able to find and target people who you can build a relationship with and who could eventually buy from you, who you can test out your message on, all sorts of stuff. It's worth it to learn all you can about paid traffic and where your specific audience, your specific people are hanging out so that you can pay attention to them and get in front of them. And it really gives you, um, it gives you confidence. It puts you in the driver's seat. You don't feel like, um, you don't feel like you just are at the mercy of, I hope somebody finds me today. I mean, I go back to like dating analogies. Like, you know, before I tried out online dating, it was like, oh, I hope I meet somebody somewhere, right? Like, but I was kind of like at the mercy of the people in my life to maybe think of me to connect me with somebody. But when I got on online dating, which is, I, I met my husband on Match.com, and we've now been married for uh, whew, 11 and a half years, I guess. We met over 12 years ago. Um, you know, when I got on Match.com at first... I was able to, you know, they're like, there was this huge pool of people. Like, I could choose from lots of people. And I went on tons of dates. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, that's no big deal. I can find the right person for me. And I'm sure that the guys felt the same way. And the same thing for you. Like, when you can get in front of lots of the right people, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. I can find all the right clients. There's tons of, of potential clients. Tons of potential buyers. Tons of potential um, customers out there, but you got to know where to find them, right? And you can't do that if you're just kind of at the mercy of hoping people find you on your corner of the internet. All right, number three, you've got to dive into the psyche of your audience. You, ha you have to. Like there is just um, no other way around it. And I'm not talking about creating some, you know, customer avatar sheet, if you don't know who you're selling to, if you haven't worked with enough of your kinds of clients to really understand who your people are, you really need to spend the time understanding what your people fear, what failures they've had, who their who the enemies are. So are they, you know, is time an enemy of them? Are is money an enemy of them? What are they suspicious of? What do they dream about? What are their pains? And what's your promise to position yourself as the antidote to everything out there that they're, you know, against, that they're afraid of, that they've, you know, experienced bad in the past? 
And I really, um, I really love Russell Brunson's book, Expert Secrets, for this. And I'm going to link to, I have a link where you can get his book for free. Uh, it's with my affiliate link. You just uh, pay for shipping and handling, but you can get his book for free. Um, and you can really dive into getting into the psyche of people way beyond just a customer avatar worksheet, um, which I think are terrible unless you've... Uh, customer avatar worksheets are great if you've worked with a lot of people on a specific offer and you are really clear on people. If you're trying to figure something out, they're terrible because you're just making people up, right? When you're really trying to figure out your market and especially when you're in this new phase where you're like, okay, I don't know, you know, what what people really want from me. You've got to get into their psyche. You need to understand their failures, their fears, their enemies, their suspicions, their dreams, their pain. You you've got to because that's that's where you have to meet them at. That's what you have to speak to. And if your marketing's not working, it's because you're not speaking to these things. And so I really recommend Russell's book on this. It's really good and it really dives into how to get to that. Then number four, you've got to track everything. And I know I hear it all the time from people that they hate math, they hate tracking, they hate all this stuff, but here's the deal. Do you love money? Because even if you hate math, you need to know what's working and you need to know what's not working. Otherwise, you're literally just like flying blind. You know, you're shooting darts at a, you know, pitch black dartboard in a pitch black room. And, um, and so if you don't, if you don't love tracking, if you don't love things that are hard, that's why I love ClickFunnels. It does it all for me. I don't have to figure out all the tracking on my own. I just send people to my ClickFunnels pages and it tracks it all for me. And I go to one page there and I can look at one screen and I can see every step of my marketing funnel and I can see what's working and what's not. So I can focus on fixing what's not working and then I don't have to wonder anymore. I can just see, all right, people are opting in here, but I'm losing them here. And then I can just focus on wherever I'm losing them in that funnel and then I can fix that. And I'll tell you, by really focusing on tracking everything, and really understanding like how many people are coming to your page, how many people are opting in, you know, and really focusing on those numbers, you will be amazed at how much you can improve those numbers. Um, just by the simple fact of knowing them and how much um, control and how much confidence it gives you in your business when you really understand what's happening. When you have no idea what's happening in your business, it feels like everything is really hard and out of control, right? But when you have a good understanding of at least the basics, like how many people are coming to my opt-in page? How many of those people opt in? Uh, you know, wh what am I trying to, what's my benchmark that I'm trying to shoot for? And uh, am I above that or below that? And do I feel good about this? Like. If you can answer those few things, then you have confidence and you're like, yep, I feel really good. Like I want to have 20% of people at least opting in. I'm at 60%. I'm feeling really good. I want to keep driving more people to that page. And then you say of those 60% of people who opt in, like ultimately, you know, 10% of them are buying from me. I'm feeling really good about this, you know, or whatever your numbers are for your business. Um, as long as you know what they are, 
you'll be able to make really good informed decisions because you'll know what it means to you every step of the way and you'll know what it means to you dollar wise at the end. All right, number five, you've got to have a clear outcome you want to take your people to. So I really, really hate it when I just hear people say, hey, I just want to build my email list. And Mel, Mel's question, how I, how I kind of pared it down here, sounded just like that. But ultimately, Mel did have something to sell in the fall. Um, but if you're just throwing freebies out there to test and grow an email list, you're going to go broke fast. You have got to have at least a simple marketing funnel with a paid offer so that you can start making money right away. You don't want to run a business with no money coming in. You don't want to run a business where you just have people coming onto an email list and then a big fat dead end where they're just like, all right, now I'm hanging out on your email list. Now what? Because that feels really yucky for you and for them. You don't have to have huge, big, massive launches or offers or anything like that. You just want a business where you're attracting the right people who will eventually turn into the right kind of buyers for whatever you want to sell. You know, and for some of us, that sale might be something, you know, small frequently. For some of us, that sale might be something huge once in a while. And for some of us, it might be something in between. It just depends on what your business is and what you're selling. So you just have to have a really clear outcome of what you're trying to take people to and then figure out at least a simple marketing funnel, right? All right, just a couple final thoughts. The more you throw yourself into learning everything you can about your business and about your people, the better. The faster you can test, fail, and learn, the better. Don't, like I said at the beginning, don't don't tell stories to yourself about failures, like what it means about you as a person. It means nothing. It means you're in the game. It means you're on the carousel. It means you're on the merry-go-round and you're in it. Uh, that's all it means. Um, and you should pat yourself on the back. You should learn whatever lesson it was that you needed to learn and keep moving. And finally, the clearer you are on the outcome you're promising your people, the better. And the only way you're going to get clearer is to keep diving more and more into it because it's, you're not going to get clear sitting on the sidelines with one foot planted in the sand, hoping that it's going to come to you. It's not going to come to you until you get in the game, get your energy in the game, start in interacting with people like it just is not going to come to you. All right, my friends. You want to know which marketing funnel is right for you in your business because even if you don't have one right now, there are really simple marketing funnels you can create that don't take very long, like a cash infusion, a cash infusion marketing funnel, like try to say that five times fast, is a super simple one where you can set it up and you can just sell something super small on the back end. And I'm talking like maybe a seven to $47 product. It could be a PDF that you're selling. It could be an audio that you're selling. It could be something really small that you're selling that you might already have created that just helps to offset creating uh, creating your business that, you know, starts setting the tone for creating buyers in your business. But if you want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business, I've created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. So you can head on over to today's show notes, which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 32. And in less than five minutes, you're going to know exactly which marketing funnel is right for you and your business. And at the same link, themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 32, 
I'm going to link to the place where you can get the book Expert Secrets for free. You just have to pay shipping and handling. And I really highly recommend that you read that if you're having a hard time figuring out what your offer is. It's such a good book. All right. I will see you next week for another episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. See you then. Thank <laughs> you.